everybody. This is Paul with the Discovery It Podcast. Today we're going to be uh, talking about how to set goals. And uh, Jody's going to be doing the presentation this evening. So let's go ahead and give uh, Jody the microphone. Go ahead, Jody. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, like I said, we're going to talk about how to set goals. Um, we're going to kind of go through a process. And the, the, the big reason and the number one thing to determine goals is to figure out your why. And when we start to put these goals together, we have to have a big why in order to make those goals a priority. Um, if we don't really have a big why, and um, if we don't really know the deep reason behind it, we're just going to tend to lose interest and forget about it. There's kind of two big foundations that go into that why. And it can come down to looking back and figuring out what are my core beliefs, what are some of my values. And this is where the uh, journey of self-discovery comes in. Maybe we'll find out that we didn't have the greatest values when we were brought up, and maybe we want to create new ones and establish a, a stronger foundation. And we also looked at who I am, who I really am, not who do we think we are. Again, knowing what we, who we really are and who we want to be has a lot to do with the steps we need to take to build that foundation for those goals. And we have to ask, sometimes we have to ask this why question over and over to find really the true reason behind why we kind of have this desire to reach this goal. And it could come down to that foundation reason why we want to maybe get a promotion or have a better job or make some more money. Maybe it has to do with some sort of family value um, to be able to support them and things like that. Many times we're gonna, there's going to be things that are going to hold us back. Uh, we talked about some past program conditioning that we may need to identify and confront you know, some of those values and some of those people, that, people, friends, and family that are always around us. They're going to tend to remember us in the way we always were. So when we start to break out and achieve bigger goals and want to do more things, they're going to be like, well, that isn't who you are. That's not like you to, you know, wear nice clothes, things like that. And that, those, are, those are things that are going to hold you back. Uh, another thing that will hold us back is like our own self-worth. Maybe we have these feelings that we're not good enough or some sort of limiting beliefs that are holding us back where we don't think we're capable of really achieving some of these goals. And in order to come up with these, these goals, we have to really decide like what we want to do. We have to look at like what kind of things are holding us back. What's stopping us? Why do we want to change? Um, sometimes we might not want to change the, maybe the pain in fixing some bad habit um, isn't bad enough. Maybe it could be an eating habit. Maybe we're, our health isn't quite deteriorated to the point where it's really kind of shook us up and said, hey, we need to change. Um, it could be anything from addictions. Maybe we didn't really get into enough trouble. Uh, maybe it didn't cause enough problems yet. Uh, procrastination. Maybe we didn't miss enough deadlines or we didn't really put things off where it caused some sort of pain that really made it bad enough or the situation bad enough where it kind of shook us up and got our attention and said, hey, we really need to do something about this and change. Um, and the other thing that helps us is uh, pleasure. Like maybe 
achieving something isn't really that big a deal. Maybe it doesn't have a strong enough why behind it. And that's why that why is really important. Sometimes when it comes to looking at these pain and pleasure things, we have to get someone to kind of maybe be blunt, like a, a good mentor, a life coach, or someone who, you know, like tells it like it is instead of a, how we kind of sugarcoat things and maybe aren't real honest in our reflection on these different things. And it kind of comes down to is like we really have to decide. We're the ones who have to take the responsibility if we really want to go on and, you know, live that life that's going to have these good goals and make things better. And once we decide, then it comes down to like, well, what do I want to do? What Making a list. And we should just kind of make a real quick list. Um, anything, just brainstorm a bunch of ideas. Uh, you should be able to come up with at least 50 things that you would like to achieve, even if they're small goals. Next to this list, each one of these little items, just write down a quick one, three, five, or ten, and that'll be like years down the road, kind of thinking long term. And these don't have to be real specific. They don't have to be in detail, um, just something really quick, and we're going to come back and evaluate each one of these later. And we want to make sure we have the, the true why behind each one of these, and we're going to show you how to do that. So once we have this huge list, then it's time to plan. When it comes to planning each of these goals, we use the acronym SMART, and we call them SMART goals. So the S in SMART stands for specific. So we want to make sure we write down, after we have the list, go down to each one and be like very specific on what that goal was and be as detailed as possible for that specific goal. Have, the, have your reason and your purpose written down, why you want to do it. Um, if it's going to involve people, what exactly do we want to accomplish, and are there going to be any obstacles in the way um, that we may need to kind of create smaller goals and steps in order to achieve that goal. Uh, the next one is the M, measurable. So it has to be something we can track. Um, Tony Robbins always says, like, someone's like, hey, I want to make more money. He goes, here's the dollar. Congratulations. Next. You know? Uh, so it has to have some sort of, you have to be able to measure it. It has to be a specific goal like we talked about, and then we have to be able, a way to measure it. Um, sometimes that might be look different than, like if we had a weight loss goal, we might have, just by stepping on the scale, we might lose some weight, but if we're also trying to build muscle, uh, maybe we'll have a measurable goal when it comes to looks, like kind of a body fat percentage or something like that, because some of that's going to be different. So knowing how to measure that, knowing how much and how many we want to do for these specific goals and how they're going to accomplish it. And a good part in assessing these goals is to, Write down these different numbers. Write down, kind of track your progress as you're going. All right, the A stands for attainable and achievable. Um, so this one's kind of a little tricky because if you think about the guy that ran the four-minute mile the first time, um, nobody's ever attained that before. So he may have looked at that as something that, how am I supposed to do that? Is that really attainable? So, and a lot of times we're going to fall back on some limiting beliefs um, if we can really achieve those. So that one may require some evaluation. Maybe we have certain um, body types, things like that, that will strongly impede being able to achieve those goals. Um, so we really have to evaluate those closely and not really sell ourselves short. 
uh, don't listen to like the naysayers, the people that are going to hold you back and be like, why do you want to do that? You're not going to be able to do that, things like that. All those people that haven't really created these goals or really done any of that stuff for themselves. Uh, the R stands for relevant. Um, is this goal worthwhile? Is it going to meet your needs? Um, is it going to meet your why that we talked about? Um, and it has to be consistent with your other goals. Um, if you have two different goals, um, such as like being a long-distance runner and being a, a bodybuilder that can lift a lot of weight, um, those two goals and dieting plans and things like that kind of contradict each other. Um, so you kind of have to have goals that are consistent with each other when it comes to your long-term plan and figuring out which ones, if they conflict, which one's going to have the higher priority, which one has the stronger why um, that will lead you to a greater chance of success. Um, and then T stands for timely. So having a, having a goal that has a, a deadline uh, or a time limit is, is really important. Uh, maybe it's a certain month, or maybe it's maybe it's a certain year. Um, establishing, establishing this sense of urgency to really get us to be motivated, like this is important. I really I need to do this today, um, is going to help prevent that procrastination sneak in. Um, maybe there's going to be different stages, so maybe we'll need to set different timelines for each different stages in order to kind of better manage our time in order to achieve our goals when we want to achieve them. All right, so once we have all these goals laid out and all this smart data put in for each of these goals, then it's, then it's time to take the action. That's where the proactive, the be proactive comes in. It's, it's easy to start out and become a hard charger and really get going, and then sometimes you tend to, like, slip and, and fade away, right? So it's, it's important to have someone that's going to hold us accountable. You should have it multiple people, at least three people. Um, sometimes if the goal is has some sort of groups attached to it, um, maybe join like a meetup group or a, a Facebook group or something to hold you accountable and let people know that these are my goals and this is what I'm going to do. And maybe have like a smaller group of people that will hold you accountable. Maybe have like an accountability partner, um, things like that, someone that you're going to keep in touch with. And if you, if you stop contacting them, they're going to be like, hey, what? How's, your, how's your goals going? They're going to try to hold you accountable and make sure you're continuing to move on to success. Once we, as we're making this progress, I mentioned the measurable, writing down our progress. Um, tracking the different steps of completion is important. Uh, I heard someone talk about a lot of times we'll have a to-do list. Um, he likes to call it a to-do list, where you're like, write down all the things that he accomplished instead of the, the dreadful, like, this is what I need to do type of thing. And once we accomplish different steps towards our goal, um, celebrate these small successes, you know, congratulate yourself, maybe give yourself a reward. Um, it has to be congruent in with, with your goal. Obviously, if you're um, on a diet and exercise type of goal and you work out, it's not going to be beneficial for you to go eat a bunch of really bad food that's going to cause negative results towards your goal. So make sure that it's congruent with your, with your goals. And make sure you're looking back at these results. Sometimes we might be doing something and it's, maybe it's not quite working. And maybe our progress isn't tracking like we um, had laid out in that timeline. And sometimes we may need to 
change our timeline. Sometimes we may need to change our different steps in order to achieve those goals. And we talked about procrastination a couple times, and that comes in when, you know, like it goes back to that pain and pleasure reason in the beginning. You, you got to look at the pain as being what kind of pain am I going to have if I don't do what I'm, what I'm supposed to be doing? And so you have to go look at that, the negative effects of not achieving your why, not achieving these goals. And then the other one is the pleasure. Like what kind of pleasure am I going to get if I do this now? You hear people say this all the time when they get back from the gym. It's like, oh, I feel so good. I'm glad that I went. A lot of times people don't think of that feeling and that pleasure when they're like, oh, maybe I'll just go later. Um, so if you remember that, hey, I'm going to feel good after I do this, knowing that I'm working towards my goal, knowing that I'm holding myself accountable, things like that. Just being positive. Don't let things uh, demotivate you and, uh, do, and kind of search for the things that are going to motivate you, your, your why. And uh, we talk about our, our internal thoughts. So we're going to have a lot of that past program conditioning, that maybe negative it that's going to pose some obstacles and put it in our way. And maybe this goal was stupid, or maybe you're, you really can't achieve that. Maybe it wasn't achievable, things like that. So that's always going to be something we're going to have to confront and, and look at. So that being said, does anybody have anything to share on goals, like any kind of obstacles they've noticed? Um, maybe some big reasons why uh, for some different goals. So I have had um, the same goal for three years now, and part of it is my fault, and the other part isn't. But the part that is my fault is because I was choosing to procrastinate and to um, let, let, like, anything demotivate me. I, I let my it control me, and and limit me to to the point where I didn't feel comfortable to even to even take the test. And then um it came to the point where I was going to get it when I was about seventeen and a half and then I wound up losing my social security card due to to purposes and I and then I wasn't able to get my license, so now I have to start back from square one and get my permit again and then take my license after that. So so compared to then when I was procrastinating to now, I'm actually taking it serious by every minute that I put time towards it. Because I know if I don't, then I'm just gonna just gonna keep on falling back into the same cycle that I did for those whole three years. Thanks, Carson. Yeah, a lot of times we go through multiple different cycles, and having people to help hold you accountable and help reach these small steps sometimes it's sometimes it's annoying, right? You you get somebody to be like you, you tell them you're gonna do something, and then the next day they're like, hey, did you get that done? You're like. No, I'm not. <laughs> so um, it, it's definitely beneficial to kind of keep us yes, motivated is. and hold us accountable. Thanks. I kind of um, struggle with uh, my motivational my motivation levels. It's kind of like 
people can only motivate me so much, so I have to literally pull it out of me, myself, and it's a difficult thing to do, but I know if I don't do it, then I will never get anything done. Right, exactly. Yeah, the first first step is to start, right? So. Yeah, the first step is to start, and that's the hardest step. Because <laughs> honestly, once you're in it, you're you're fully in it then, so it's just initially getting in is the hardest part. And I, I think the the big thing that that helps me is like really having, you know, start with the they say start with the end in mind. Really looking at the what am how am I going to feel when I complete this task when I get the, when I reach this goal, and uh, keep that idea, um, and that how you how you're going to feel and kind of visualize that um, that success or things like that and know how you're going to feel and be able to feel that feeling before you actually get there. And that will help kind of keep people on track for staying motivated and having that, that stronger desire to want to do something different. Anybody else? Jody, this is Paul. Could you explain a little bit of difference between the short-term and the long-term goals? Yeah. So the short-term and long-term, it's really going to depend on uh, what goal you have. And I mentioned the different steps. So sometimes one big goal may have many smaller parts to it. Sometimes when we drag out each and every one of those little small parts, it's going to cause that long-term goal to not really be achieved when we want to achieve it. Um, so establishing like a long-term goal and breaking it down into a timeline and making that each one of those steps have its own time goal will help get to that long-term goal. And a lot of times there might be other steps we didn't know about. And we always say you don't know what you don't know. So doing the research into that long-term goal, learning the different steps, and being able to modify some of these timelines in a reasonable sense. Uh, we want to make sure that we're not changing our timeline just because we put something off. Right? We want to make sure people are still holding us accountable for all the little short steps and the short-term goals as we're reaching our long-term goal. Does that make sense? Yeah, I appreciate that, Jerry. Thanks, Paul. Anybody else have anything they'd like to share? This is Paul again. It's an old saying, whatever the mind can conceive and believe, it will achieve. I found that to be so much, so true, you know, in setting goals and uh, achieving them, you know. Absolutely. All right, if nobody has anything else, I'd like to thank everybody for sharing tonight. And we'll see you all next Thursday at 730. And the phone number to call is 515-604-9530. And the access code is 655-145. Thank you.